0: Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land, Brother Boggs here. I want to invite you down to the grand opening of Connector Juice Bar, 118 Broadway, Seattle, Washington. They make freshly made juices, smoothies, and fruit bowls. Just clean, healthy eating that tastes just as good as it makes you feel. Grand opening, November 17th, going through the end of the year. Come on down and check it out. Proud sponsors of BeastNet Podcast.
1: BeastNet Podcast.
0: Sponsored in part by James Safety Services, OCR Buddy, and supported by the fitness community. Here we discuss all things fitness related, running, rucking, mental health and preparedness, and of course, obstacle course racing.
1: Welcome to the BeastNet.
0: Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land. Today you got Brother Boggs. I'm talking with Glenn Matthews from Berserker Brew, and he's coming at you. He's got a race coming up here in a couple of weeks. He's got some of the best coffee out there if you actually want to wake up and feel the uh, the juice. It's also got a little bit of fitness stuff going on. Uh, yeah. Land, who are you? Tell us about you.
1: Thanks, Bob. Yeah, so most people that have been running OCR uh, east of the Mississippi, they've seen a crazy uh, high energy guy in a red and white tent at OCR events from Georgia to, to Ohio to in Illinois. and that, That's berserker brew coffee. I started a, a coffee company uh, in 2017. I, I wrote it in my journal that I was going to create the world's greatest coffee for athletes. And um, I'm actually an OCR. Yeah, fell in love with OCR. Did my first one in Miami in 2012, and I was hooked. It wasn't running. It, it was. It wasn't going to the gym. It was, and it was different every time. And I loved it. So I, I got this concept that 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 once I got a coffee company that well, somehow I tied in to going to events. You know, I, I said, well, if I can go to events, maybe, maybe I'll just have my own OCR racing team and get some jer- get some jerseys, get a board and make me some jerseys, and let's go race. And I'm telling you, Boggs, for four years, I'm having the time of my life.
0: Yeah, I can't say enough about Legendborn and their beautiful jerseys, like the one I'm wearing right now, Yeah, yeah. custom design, beastnet. You know, you can get yours at uh, legendborn.com forward slash beastnet.
1: <laughs> Jersey. And, uh, you know, the coffee company is, uh, extraordinary we branched out. We do triathlons. I sponsor a triathlon team. Um, I sponsor a bare knuckle fighter. Um, you know, my goal is to connect with, with athletes that, you know, they need a shot, right. They need, they, you know, no one's heard of them, right. They, they want, they want to do something new. And, um, you know, I'm always interested. I, I, I like, um, uh, Finding that that one athlete that you know just has got got hunger right. I'm old. I'm in my 50s. I've got battle damage. I'm a recovering alcoholic. You know, for me to be a world class athlete, that, that, maybe that time's passed. But for me to help somebody young, somebody to you know get some gas money to go fight, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to help because people love my coffee. I mean, uh, I didn't realize how successful this coffee brand was going to be when I started because. Well, I, I got a website and I got coffee. Nobody or buddy, because they didn't know I existed. But once I got out, once I got out, and I got to um, you know talk to athletes, whether it was an obstacle course race or maybe um, um, a trail run, uh, ultra run, uh, bike race. Well, people people love the coffee, and, you know. And you know, there's nothing crazy about my coffee. I don't put protein in it. I don't put creatine in it. And when I call it engineered for athletes. All I'm saying is you don't have to put anything in. It's so damn good. You don't have to put fat, sugar, nothing in it. So I do have Kraken's release, which, you know, I've created all five uh, types of berserker brew coffee, but Kraken's release is my favorite because, well, it's got a little extra caffeine. And I don't know if you've noticed yet, but I'm a pretty high energy guy. And, um, you know, uh, Kraken's release is very popular at races. It's just fun. It's just fun becoming part of the whole OCR
0: community. You know, being up here in Seattle, I should probably uh,
1: talk about Kraken's
0: release when I'm talking to people at hockey games, seeing how we have a team that just started called the Kraken.
1: I (laughs) mean, people are like, why aren't you out there out in front of the the hockey arena in Seattle? I'm like, I should be.
0: You know, the thing about the the hockey team is they they signed on for big national names and big money. But uh, I tell you what, the local teams out here, they they like the small guys, so I'll get out there and I'll talk about it uh, when I'm at the games. Since I'm going to be at quite a few games.
1: Well, it, it's funny because I I actually have several, you know, not many, but I have several customers in Seattle, and 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 it's it's just funny because people people will travel, OCR people travel, trail runners travel. I, I talk people come in the tent. And I'm like, where are you from? You know, and, and they're from all over, and so you know that's the kind of the marketing strategy that i've had is i don't spend a lot on uh, google ads or anything i go find the athletes sit right down in the middle of them and just talk to them here have a free coffee tell me what you think now our race um,
0: probably the best advertising you could do
1: yeah you know you know a good race uh will have thousand people great race two thousand people um i think the biggest thing uh, well, there's one fun. I don't know if you've ever done it, but you should try it. If you like it, if you like cold weather, come in and do the abominable snow race up in Wisconsin in January. you got loops. It's five mile, 10 mile, 15 mile <laughs> loop in the snow. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's 20 degrees or 20 below, they're going to run that race. And, and as the coffee guy, I'm very popular.
0: Yeah. That particular race, uh, Kate West told me about that one. Uh, cause yep. she's from up there. Uh, yeah. A little, call herself little zoomies or whatever. She's like four foot something. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's uh, a little cold for my weather. I'll do the resolution run and, and get yeah. wet for a minute. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm not too far behind you. So my muscles start to ache when you get that, uh, that 20, 30 degree weather. So yeah, I'm not I, a huge fan of that. That's why I'm going to.
1: <laughs> well, my, my last, my ba- last big, um, was 2019. I didn't race. Well, nobody raced in 2020. And 2021, I've been selling so much coffee. I haven't raced. I mean, I, I did the Highlander Assault um, in northern Illinois this year. Um, but my last race was that stupid cold rain race in, in South Carolina, November of 19, where the, the, the forecast was going to be uh, 59 in rain. Okay. I can deal with 59 in rain. Actual air tempor- at temperature, 38 in rain. Now, that sucked. Get a beast, 38 rain, uh, just a giant mud pit. It, it, that was, that, I was like, What the hell am I doing? What? what? I gotta pick a new hobby. This is stupid.
0: <laughs> the uh, first year I did the Seattle Marathon, it was about 40 degrees with 20, degree, 20 mile an hour crosswinds and rain. And uh, yeah, you're just sitting there going, What the heck am I doing out here? Yeah. And every time you stopped at an aid station, it was just cold water that doesn't help
1: (laughs) yeah so you know my strategy with with berserker brew coffee is to continue to meet athletes from all over uh try to try to win them over on the benefits not just my coffee because i do have a recovery tea that is super powerful um it's a recovery tea made out of ginger ginseng ashwagandha and turmeric with a little black pepper so the the turmeric stays in your in your system and you know uh we both know a guy named Joey McGlamory down in uh, the South. And he just uh, ran, went up with a group in Kilimanjaro. And I, I, I helped that, that group with uh, giving them coffee and tea. And he said, "Well, that, that tea helped. It, it, it helped us with fatigue, you know, altitude. We just stopped and drink tea. And we just felt better. So, you know, the, the tea, um, I, I created it because of the Spartan World Championships in Vermont in 2012, about mile 13. I looked at the dashboard of my body, and it was all red lights. Hips were gone. Knees were gone. Ankles were gone. And I'm just walking. Everybody else in my team quit. It was a hard, hard race. (laughs) And um, two guys, 20 years older than me, ran by me. Now, they weren't running fast, but they were running, God, walking. And what pissed me off, excuse my language, they were probably twenty years older than I was, and uh, they were talking about dosing turmeric the day before the race. And I'm just listening to their conversation. They're like, "I feel pretty good. I don't, I don't feel, you know, I don't feel any inflammation. I'm not hurting." And I'm like, "Well, I don't even know what turmeric is." So nine years later, I have a, a tea, and, it, and it's. I mean, I got marathoners that swear by it. OCR people, long-term trail runners, you know it. You know, for something – I didn't create the concept of, uh, of coffee, but this tea, I, I take a lot of pride in it because it didn't exist before I before I did it.
0: Well, coming up here shortly, uh, Pretty Mike and I are doing the Seattle Marathon again, and I uh, yeah. think I'm going to have to get some of that sent out here before we uh, yeah. finish Let me that up you. and see how that does.
1: My recommendation is I got, I'm about 6'5", 220, so I would drink almost a half a gallon the day before the race, okay. and then – the morning of another quarter gallon. And then as soon as I'm done another quarter gallon and you you won't be sore the next day. And it's just amazing. No caffeine, no caffeine, no sugar. So you, you, I mean, if you run with a Camelback, put it in your Camelback.
0: Yeah. That's That's exactly how we run. So yep, Awesome. Give that a shot. Uh, Do you like the beast net? Do you want to keep hearing it? Be sure to follow us on Facebook Twitter, Instagram, and more, at BeastNetPod. So you've been in OCR for nine years now.
1: Yeah.
0: And uh, you branched out recently. And not only are you talking to racers and helping racers get the best coffee in OCR, you're also going to invite them out to Kentucky to, yeah. to run a race, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So
0: so, so what happened with that?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, Boggs, I got to tell you. I'm kind of a moron. I, I am. And when I walk in a room, I know I'm not the smartest guy in the room, but I am lucky. I just happen to be in the right place at most times in my life. And, uh, I, I met a, 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 sharp driven woman down in, uh, from Northern Georgia named Julie Wolf. She owns Phoenix race. And, um, yep. she, he and I worked, um, the, uh, Oh, the OCR there in Chattanooga in 2019. And, um, uh, uh, scenic uh, the scenic city. Uh, uh OCR and mud um, run, yeah, mud run, yeah. And 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 I like I liked how she did business. I liked how you know she just she she was like me, high energy, positive, can do. So she says, "Well, I run races all over. I I, I do races all over." So I've supported Julie as a sponsor of a couple of her of her obstacles. Um, you know, uh, went down to Mississippi. Um. You know, that's a hike for a coffee guy to come but I, I'm happy to do it. Help, help Phoenix race. Um, but those races that she puts on there in Chattanooga, North Georgia, very good races. And she approached me in the spring of this year and said, I have never done a race in Kentucky. You got it? You got any way to, to, to help me find a place, a venue? And uh, I grew up here. I, I, my family's been here since this was part of Virginia. So... Um, uh, I reached out and found some people that uh, were happy to help, about 300 acres. And um, it's called the Berserker Battle OCR. And uh, it's going to be a week from Saturday on the 13th of November. Um, you know, one of the things that I, that I want to make sure that everybody sees is these are, this is the men's overall champion trophy. That's Vermont granite with OCR out of stainless steel. That is an heirloom trophy right there, and the women's division gets one too. And um, we're gonna we're gonna have first heat about eight thirty, right in Simpsonville, Kentucky, thirteenth of November, and it's a speed course. I mean, there's gonna be some the level of del, there's gonna be some uh, technical challenge. Um, but it, in order to in order to win this thing, in order to win those challenge those trophies, you gotta be fast. It's a must, uh, you know. A, a, uh, obstacle must pass. You you gotta you gotta in, uh, finish every obstacle to to, to, to enter into the, the podium. We're excited. Um, you know it's it, it's it's kind of fun starting something new because we've never done an OCR in Central Kentucky. You know Louisville. We call it the Golden Triangle. There, there's a there, there's a there's an area of Kentucky between Louisville, Lexington, and Cincinnati, Ohio that makes kind of a rough left handed right triangle. It's about the most beautiful place in the world, and this and you know it's the saddlebred horse country, a capital of the world. It's the thoroughbred horse country, a capital of the world. You know, if you've never come to Kentucky, come to Kentucky just to, to race, and just after the race, go for a drive. I mean, it'll blow you up. So
0: central Kentucky, it's going to be a must-pass obstacle. I've been to, to one of Julie's races personally. I went to uh, in Meridian, Mississippi, back in. uh April and, and I've been talking with Julie for a couple of years now because all throughout COVID, there was nothing, nothing going on. And she actually managed to pull off a couple of races. And so I was very intrigued by the fact that she was pulling off races when everything else was shut down and, uh, her and I and Russ, or I guess her and Russ technically put together OCR strong. And of course I was the first guy out there with my hand up saying, yeah, let's do this. Um, God, she was just an enterprising woman that just keeps going and just doesn't. I stop. love
1: hanging out with her. Uh Jason uh Fee is he's, he's out at my farm. He he's here in Kentucky, he came in today to build the course over the next nine days, and he's staying out at my at Tavosan farm, my place. And I don't think those southern people like the cold much. Because uh he he was already firing up the wood stove about an hour ago. And I'm like, it's only about fifty. I mean <laughs> so but it's going to be a great course. Jason builds a great course. And, you know, um, I, I think there are going to be some surprises for people who run, run her courses before because she's going to have some obstacles she's never had before. So, you know, it's been fun uh, learning the ins and outs of, 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 of like the OCR business side of it. I really on the OCR uh, circuit this year, I really have gotten really, uh, you know, tied in with Savage Race. Savage Race is, um, um, you know, they hit Ohio, Georgia, um, Chicago, a lot of the things, Florida, right? Their Savage Race is is the week of my race. (laughs) Um, You know, uh, but, uh, you know, my strategy with providing coffee to racers, I basically, if you're 500 miles from Louisville, I'll come see you. But for Savage Race, I'll extend because I I really like the product that they, they, they create. I I like, I like the environment. You know, one of the things that, you know, uh, shame on me, but I'm kind of borrowing from Savage race is the festival venue. So like if you go to Savage race in Dallas, Georgia, well, they will be the coffee guy and they will be a watermelon person. And then, and and, and the thing is they've got tables and chairs for teams to sit at and, and, and you know, and they've got adult beverages for after the race. And And here's what I like. People come, they race in the morning, and if they paid, you know, they can race again in the afternoon, but they stay. and it, and it's such a fun environment, you know, and on a hot day in Georgia, well, hell, I'll sell nine gallons of gold. I mean, I'm happy to go down to Georgia for that.
0: Um, the The nice thing is is with with them, as I understand, it's more of a family friendly. Your friends can hang out, the rest of your team can hang out. Um, I don't think they charge spectators right now. I, I think they probably will if they don't, because it seems like that's the way everyone's going. But, you know, a certain national company used to provide environmental environment about, like that when they first started, and it's kind of gone away. Yeah. And uh, part of the reason why we've kind of, as, as an OCR team, the BeastNet team, we've kind of phased a little bit away from them and stuck with more of the local races, because there's just so much more fun. I mean, you fly down in my case to to Louisville, Kentucky, and you go to this race and and it's not going to be let's just go run three miles and go home. It's let's hang out all day long. Let's watch these other people. Let's go run it uh, that one thing about Julie, let's go run it again. Yep. She don't care. She wants you out there having fun. Yep.
1: And, and and the fun thing about the Berserker battle is I I one of my my revenue streams here in Louisville is I do 10 farmers markets a week. And one, one of our, our favorite things, wow. Sunny Acre Farms. It's a, it's, a, it's a family farm right out of here and, and right outside of Lowell. Well, they make the best, about the best sausage, sausage egg biscuit in the morning ever. Well, heck, I got them to come out to Berserker Battle. We're going to have tables, chairs, full breakfast. Um, you know, it, it's going to be cold. I mean, no, it's November in Kentucky, it, 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 it's, it, it's going to be cool. But just imagine, you come in, get a hot cup of coffee and a sausage, egg, and biscuit right off the farm. Heck, you might not even run. You just sit there and have breakfast. You guys going to have a bonfire set up at all? Hope so. Hope so. We're still, um, the crops are, it's been so wet here. We're still trying to get the crops out of the way. So maybe by Wednesday, we'll know where the bonfire is going to be. Well, maybe this, maybe by like Friday night, we'll know where the bonfire is going to be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was I, I did a cold race back in uh, back in late April in Randall, Washington, which is a smaller mountain community here. Huh. And it was a very cold race, but it was real nice once you finished and you got to go down the big slide into the big old puddle of water. And then yeah. you went and stood next to the bonfire and dried out. So I hope you get that bonfire going because you got those cold mornings in Kentucky. That'll be nice. Yeah, that would be that
1: will be nice. Yeah, I, I, I have. Uh, I mean, that, that stupid race down in South Carolina, my last big one, I didn't wait. I was so frozen and cold. I just got in the truck and drove home. Six hours in the car, just wet because I needed the heat in the truck. I, I couldn't take another minute outside.
0: Yeah, that's it's miserable when it's like that. And it's nice when you got something to warm you up. Um, you got to have something. Does your business need first aid, AED, OSHA, flagging, or other safety training? James Safety Services is your one stop shop. Find them on Facebook today at James Safety Services Wall and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs.
1: Well, so if I weren't busy, too busy um, with the coffee company, I decided. Well, I do these crazy schedules making coffee. When you're in the coffee business, you have to have the coffee ready for when people are ready to drink coffee. Generally, that's it in the morning. So I listen to podcasts, and I'm a firm believer is that that you're the the sum of the five people that you hang out with the most. And if you hang out with winners, you'll end up a winner. And if you hang out with losers, you'll hang out a loser. So when I'm making coffee, I listen to podcasts, and I listen to motivational speakers, and I listen to people that basically never whine or complain or woe is me. They're always like, what can we do next? I'm telling you, one night I'm making coffee. It's got to be about 2 o'clock in the morning, and, and and I'm listening to YouTube, and it's Ray Lewis. The old linebacker from from my Ravens, and he's talking about a deck of cards. He he would play. He would do pushups with a deck of cards. He he'd flip over a ten. He'd do ten pushups. He do uh, uh, he'd flip over a five. He'd do five pushups. I'm telling you, I'm making coffee at two o'clock in the morning, and I'm like, that's a great idea. You make a deck That's <laughs> <you, laughs> <laughs> Here's what here's how I changed it, and this is why I'm just kind of a lucky moron. I'm like. I'm going to make it for OCR. So if I weren't so busy with the coffee company, you'd think that I'd be too busy to do anything else. I started another company. So here's my deck of cards. Berserker strong fit 52 cards, two jokers. The goal is to do the 400, take the jokers out and do the, do the, the 52 cards. That's four, four suits got burpees, mountain climbers, squats, and plank ups. It's 400 reps. And, um, you know uh, uh, Miss Wendy Green down in South Carolina. She, she's an OCR badass. Um, well, she she runs with my jersey on, and makes me so proud because she's she's much tougher than I am. But she's got the world record. She did this whole deck, this whole deck. That's four hundred reps, four hundred reps in twenty four minutes forty seconds. That's a hundred burpees. That's hundred burpees, a hundred plank ups, a hundred squats, and a hundred mountain climbers. In 2440, I saw her down at uh, Savage Race, D- Georgia. In um, oh, I guess it's September, and I said, "All right, Wendy, I'm going to challenge you to a 15 card showdown." Because I've been practicing. but she smoked me. She she so tough. She smoked me. God, <laughs> that girl is tough. But you know, I'm just I'm just lucky to know her. So Berserker Berserker Strong Fitness started this year in 2021. Uh, it's branched out. Uh, when I when I signed the lease for the coffee factory, it's big. Um, I produce cold brew here. Um, uh, do all my you know my, my my shipping, all my inventory, all my all my all my stuff. I you know I, I have a centralized coffee headquarters now, but it's still too big. So um, I said, well, let let let's put an OCR. Let's put a training. Let's let, let's get some equipment in here. Let's train. So uh, Berserker Brew Fitness, uh, Berserker Strong Fitness, um, it's got its own agogi. You can come to Louisville, work out with me, and um, it's intense. Um, I, I really enjoy coming, people coming in, people coming in from all walks of life. People, people haven't worked out in 20 years. I had, I had a pair of 60-year-old. Uh, they've been married for almost as long as I've been alive. They've been, they came out every Monday to a park in part of Louisville and flip tires and carried sandbags and threw um, Nordic hammers and did all this stuff that I'm creating a workout to get you ready for an OCR. But they did it because they thought it was more fun than going to the YMCA. <laughs> you know, you hand somebody a sledgehammer and say, hit, hit that tire. There, there, there's a curiosity factor to that. And then you get, uh, you, huh? know, you you get a forty-pound multi-multi and Say, now flip that up and and give me ten squats. I think they like that more than putting plates on a bar and doing squats in the gym. And so I'm on to something here. It's in, it's in its in its youth. It's in its you know it's in, it's in its first breath. This this of what Berserker Strong is is going to be. It it's just it's just a it's just a, an essence of what it's going to be. This deck next deck going to be CrossFit deck the deck after that's going to be yoga. And just imagine this workout. You take the yoga deck and the OCR deck and shuffle them together. Now, who on this planet has ever yep. done 15 burpees followed by four dog downward dogs, right? I mean, I mean, I really want people uh, I really want people to love being healthy. I am so sick and tired of the American diet, the American, you know, the the, the the, here's what I'm sick and tired of, Boggs. The imagery of success. Uh, I fell for it, right? When I was growing up, my you know who my hero was James Bond. Well, if you read those books, that guy's a drug user. He's a I mean, he's an alcoholic, and I kind of turned out to be my hero, right? Because that's that was alcoholic. My, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I mean, if if you read the books, I mean, he's always having a you know vodka martini shaken not stirred. But in the books, Benzedrine, he's always wired, you know, and you know, I, I read those books at you know at 14. thirteen, fourteen. I'm like, well, James Bond's about the coolest place in the world, you know, but I watch I can't watch television anymore. I can't watch, you know, um yeah. beer commercials. If if those commercials imply the only t- only time that you're ever popular or happy is if you've got a drink in your hand. And I'm like, yeah. I fell for that. I fell for that because you just—it's—it's it's just beat into your head. So you know, we don't watch television anymore. Television doesn't exist in our house, and and I, I feel great. I mean, I'm 54 in 12 days. I'm stronger than I was 20 years ago. I'm faster than I was 10 years ago. Why would I ever turn on a source of energy that's trying Take it away? To yeah, that's trying to kill me. I mean, I don't even get, I mean, I, I don't even get the commercials about drugs like pharmaceuticals. Yeah, They try to tell you, you may have a disease that we may have a fix for that may fix it, but may cause other things, but we'll fix those too. But when you're, may cause side effects, including death, I'm sorry. I'll just take life. <laughs> I'll just take life. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. Uh, the, you can get the deck at, uh, berserkerstrong.com. Yeah. Uh, you, you can watch the compressed video of, uh, uh, Miss Wendy green do the, the world record. Um, if anybody wants to take that challenge and do a time compression video and beats 2440, well, their video replaces hers. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I like competition. I think life is basically built around competition and, um, And sometimes we forget that in the name of, well, we don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or we don't, we want everybody to win. Well, okay. But there's a consequence to that kind of line of thinking. And I think we're kind of stuck in that right now. Yep.
0: And that uh, you get back to mandatory obstacle completion Yeah. versus some companies you can run up, touch an obstacle, drop, do 30 quick burpees and keep running. You know, there's a big difference between, um, God, one of my first years racing back when Terrain Race used to pay out money. Um, yeah. So this is five, six years ago. They used to pay out money to their top three, right? Yeah. I'm out there, and this gal that I know, she's one of the fastest people I know, there's one obstacle she just couldn't put her hands and legs together to do. And yeah. she's there probably 20 minutes. She's already lost the race, but yeah. she is not going to give up her band. She's yeah. just sitting there trying it over and over again. She'd have to wait for a couple people to go, and yeah. then she'd do it again because she would not give up her man. She was going to finish that race. If they had to carry her out on a stretcher at the end, she was going to figure out that obstacle. Yep. And and that's that competition, that motivation, that drive, that's missing these days. And and it comes back to the participation trophies. I'm not a huge fan of those. You know, my kids have all done sports that had trophies for first, second, third. You know, they haven't done anything where you get a participation, here's your ribbon for showing up, you know?
1: Yeah. yeah. No, I, and... and it, we're we're basically selling children a lie if we think that well um ninth place is i mean it it kind of depends it kind of depends on you know on on the child on the athlete but there were days and and, and I don't want to you know just kind of get off the rails here but when I was a kid I was a terrible athlete cuz I was just I, I was put together with spare parts I'm 6'5 220 now but I was just tall and skinny when I was a kid. I couldn't do anything. I, I had no power, no force. Couldn't, there was nothing. And when I was a little kid, it was just ridiculous. I was just this rubber band. I had no muscle tone whatsoever. So I, play, I wanted to play baseball. wanted to play baseball. And I'm telling you, boys, I would say until the age of 10, I struck out 80% of the time. But there was something about not quitting. It never conceived. To me. I never thought. Well, it, 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 it you know, it, it, it. I never thought about quitting. So about at age eleven,
0: yeah,
1: got a little growth spurt, huh? Put a little muscle on, and uh, got a little coaching, right? You always need a little coaching. Yeah. i Never, forget, I'll never forget it. Guy said, "Turn your back foot in. You're not bringing your hips around fast enough." My batting average in high school varsity baseball was 440. Now, now, from that kid that struck out. If somebody had told me, well, you're okay, you get to strike out all the time, and we that's okay, it wasn't okay with me. I wanted to get better. So that's what I'm trying to get my kids to do. My kids do, uh, you know, full contact Taekwondo. They go in there and fight strangers. I think it's about the coolest yep. thing ever, that, you know, that a kid at 13 has to kind of look into the eyes of another kid and try to score three points. I just love it. I just love it, um, you know. I, I just—it's just amazing to me. But OCR to me, um, it, it, it's mental, physical. I mean, it, it's certainly, you know, that stupid rainy thing in in um, South Carolina in 2019 in November. It's two years ago, and a, a, it was the 13th of November. I remember it. it was. I mean, it was emotional. It broke people. It broke people, and they just—they just quit, right? The, the obstacles didn't quit. The obstacles were almost kind of a side note. It was the mud. You couldn't run. They were You were going to go 15 miles, basically, on your knees. So that meant your day was going to be long. I mean, no one's going to get through this in three and a half hours. This is a five, six, seven-hour ordeal. And people were like, screw it, I ain't doing this. But you get to the finish line, you look around, you look in the eyes of people that got that finishing medal, that's who you want to be in the boat. When the, when, all, when the hell, you know, I measure like Wendy Green. I mean, Julie, those are the people, if they are ever in trouble, that's who you fight for because they'd fight for you. Yep. They're
0: part of your five. They're the ones that you want on your team.
1: Okay. Well, we talked so, about the coffee and we talked about fitness. And we uh, we
0: talked about the cards.
1: Talked about the cards. I tell you what, I'm going to pick a card for you, boys You're going to have your first virtual pick a card. You tell me when to stop. Right there. All right. Each card has a mantra on it, 52 different mantras. So your mantra is fall down five times, get up six equals victory. (laughs) And and I think that's why I like these cards. Sometimes I just read the mantras, (laughs) right? Yeah. Get on my own head, sit down, you know, in the agogi, I've got the most odd thing in my agogi where I've got, I mean, I've, I've got people that cry come out of my agogi working out I got a rocking chair. I come in here at 4.15 in the morning, start start the morning sessions. I'll sit in a rocking chair and read mantras just to get, get into the game. Just get into it. Um, and I'm telling you, it ain't work. It ain't work because I'm impacting people's lives in a way that for 32 years in the bottom of a vodka bottle, I didn't care about. I didn't want anybody else to have a good life. I didn't want to be a... I did not want anybody else to have a better life than me. I, you know, there's two ways. Tony Robbins always yeah. says there's two ways to have the, the tallest building in town. You can go build it or you can burn everybody else's down. And for 32 years, it's just kind of an a-hole. There you, are. Yeah. you just wanted to burn everybody down around you so you could stand up. That's right. Look at me. Look at me. And uh, it's all a difference in the world. And it's that, all about that, that, that damn counselor and that nine-page, you know, letter to myself, my list of resentments that tricked me. She got me good, but the light bulb came on and I'm so grateful for her.
0: When we uh, post up this episode, I'm going to put the links to all your, your cards, your coffee, your race. Of course, you know, I've already talked a little bit with Julie about the race and uh, Mm it sounds like it's going to be a heck of a time. Now we've talked to you about it and it sounds even better. So I can't wait to see what Jason comes up with because, you know, they always say, some, some funny words about him. Cause he's a evil genius when it comes to making these things. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, and, and, you know, to watch him work, you, you don't really want to get in his way because his level of focus is, it's intense. It, it, I mean, it's like genius at work. Leave him be. Is there anything that you'd want to say to the listeners, uh, kind of in closing, just, uh, words of wisdom. Or... It, it, here's my two cents, everybody. Um, we, we're coming through, we're, this is two years of just none of us have experienced anything since the advent of COVID and the loss of, I don't know, um, normality. And, and here's my challenge to everybody. I challenge everybody to get up and race. Get up and be stronger, faster, better than you were a week ago, a year ago. Because if you <laughs> do that, People will look at that and go, "Huh? They can do that. Maybe I can do that." Because what I see now is fear and complacency. And well, you know, I've been thinking about working out, but you know, I, I just don't want to join a gym because I don't want to wear, wear a mask. You don't have to join a gym to get shape. I, 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 all summer I did this deck of cards in a park outside at 7:15 in the morning. Just, I just, I just challenge all the listeners to get in better shape. Run faster, run harder, be stronger than you've ever been. That's what I got.
0: That is an awesome bit of closing advice there. You can let COVID get you down or you can get out there and you can kick its ass. Do something to make yourself better. So, awesome. Thanks, Bland, for coming on. Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land. Brother Boggs here. I want to invite you down to the grand opening of Connector Juice Bar. 118 Broadway, Seattle, Washington. They make freshly made juices, smoothies, and fruit bowls. Just clean, healthy eating that tastes just as good as it makes you feel. Grand opening, November 17th, going through the end of the year. Come on down and check it out. Proud sponsors of BeastNet Podcast. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet